Hi, and welcome back to MBEF's In the Know podcast. This is your host, Ellen Padnos. Thanks for listening. Last month, when I sat down with two seniors and asked them how MBEF touches their everyday life, both mentioned the CCC, also known as the College and Career Center. I knew I had to learn more. I sat down with Ruthie Robles, Karen Ramirez, and Tebby Wemack, the team that runs the CCC. We explore everything from the admissions officers they bring on campus weekly to the WUI program, something every parent should know about, to what makes a great essay, to how optional is test optional, and lots of other things you'll want to know. If your kids are in high school, this is especially relevant to you. If you have younger children, this is still worth listening to. It's helpful to understand this hugely important endeavor that is coming your way, and you'll even get some ideas as to what you can do now to help your children write better essays when the time comes. MBEF fully funds the CCC, so thank you to everyone who donates to MBEF. PTA fully funds Navigants, the software the students use to research different colleges and submit their applications. A friendly reminder to please continue to support MBEF and the PTA. Your dollars go directly to helping our students. Hope you enjoy this episode. So I'm so happy to be meeting all of you. Thank you so much. And you've already done so much for me. My son has been in here for a number of college visits. He's a junior now. As a sophomore, he came into one of the seniors, I think he was going to Stanford, shared his essays. And my son just got in the car. He was like so excited to have heard it. And it really gave him some help and direction. So first, I'll start with a thank you. And then if you could all introduce yourselves, please, that would be great. So I'm TB Yoder, and I'm the evening counselor here in the College Career Center. The evening? Yeah, so we offer morning, noon, and night evening appointments. Um, so I do all the parent presentations for each grade level, anything we have going on in the evening, and then also take you know parent-student appointments through 7 p.m., two days a week. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. That's good to know. I did not know that yet. <laughs> someone here in the evening. Yeah, it's really great helpful. service. Yeah, I'm Karen Ramirez. I am a daytime counselor. I work Tuesday through Fridays. Okay, great. Yeah. And I'm Ruthie Robles. I'm the full-time counselor. So I'm here Monday through Friday during regular school hours. Okay, great, great. Do you work mostly with juniors and seniors? Or do kids start freshman year with questions and maybe coming to a presentation here and there? We work with all grade levels, but I'd say we predominantly see the upperclassmen. We'd love to see more freshmen and sophomores. We encourage them to come in just to get a feel of the space. Students could come in here, lunch, office hours, work on homework, just put a face to the, the names. Right. Um, this is a nice space. It's a great, That's a great space. idea. Yes. Yeah. 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 And we're lucky actually this year we got all these great couches and furniture, living spaces helped us out. We'd love to see more underclassmen. We do go into the sophomore classes. Actually, they come here. Actually, they come here. Yes, yes. For that same reason. Yeah. Yeah. So we do presentations with all classes, so we can talk more about that later. Yeah. But yeah, we'd love to see more underclassmen, but we do mostly see that first. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. And what you have a a lot of kids. (laughs) Yes. For three of you. 
How do you, how does it work? Do you feel like you have enough time to see the kids who need it? Do the kids who need your help seek you out? Or so are you maybe only working with a certain percentage of kids? Yeah, I think it would, we operate in like the student takes the initiative in terms of coming to see us. We try to put out there that we're available during the nutrition break, lunchtime, and after school twice a week. We try to get to parents and say, we encourage you to make an appointment come in and see us but I think for the most part I would say that yes we see a percentage and that's just by default because there's not enough of us Mm -hmm. to see the entire school okay Um, well and it's also hard because some kids probably are here all the time and take a lot of your time Mm -hmm. and just gonna say that other kids Mm -hmm. have their own their own paths Yeah. yeah yeah so it's really I think for parents out there it's a good reminder to encourage your kids. Are you one of the people that mm-hmm. the women at the CCC knows? Are you asking questions? Are you going to the presentations? The reason I wanted to sit down with you so much was because last month I did an episode where I spoke with administrators, teachers, and students. And I had two seniors on the podcast, on the episode, and they both talked about, it was about how MBEF affects your daily life. And they were both like, the College and Career Center, like they were just gung-ho about the work that you do and how much you've helped them. That's that's nice to hear. Because there are some students that we see every single day. And that's where I think it works the best, is those that come and then come again, and then come again. And just touch base, anytime a question comes up, because I see their anxiety like really get relieved and they get their essay checked or checked again. And I see that they feel really equipped and prepared and confident going, you know, forward in their next steps. Or they just need that last step. They're like, okay, my application's done. I just Mm -hmm. want to have another set of eyes take a look before I hit that submit button. Mm -hmm. We just go through it with me real quick and we're always happy to do that sort of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's absolutely. I I didn't know that was here for them. That's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, and we have the students who start with us and they go start to finish. And then I love like when they come right in between and they say, I've got 12 questions. And we just, yes, 648. We don't rank, you know. (laughs) So a lot of that I think is really helpful to ease their anxiety to make sure that they're not doing anything wrong. Okay, that's great. So that's actually really helpful to know because I don't think my son is spending enough time here to be honest with you. There's probably a lot of us in that situation. But I know he really loves when you bring colleges in. Can you mm-hmm. speak to that a little bit? You yeah. know, how often you're doing it and who you're bringing in. And We have amazing CCC office specialist, Shelly Gabrich, and she reaches out to lots of our college representatives to schedule those visits. I think this year we had over 130? 130 schools came yes. here yeah. to present okay. to kids who yeah. were, who were and interested. And the great mm-hmm. thing is it's generally the admission representative that works with Maricosta. So they are getting FaceTime with that admission rep. Sometimes That's amazing. I so know, if a kid great. raises his hand and asks yeah. a question and writes a follow-up, thank you, yeah. note, all of a sudden that, yeah, exactly. am, am I? For, yeah, is yeah that, exactly. That's okay. exactly right. Yeah. So we say, come, this is a great service. You can't travel to every single college that's yeah. probably on your list or that you're thinking about. So you can come right here, get all the questions. They talk about student life the application mm-hmm. process, answer any student questions. So it's really a good resource. That's a great resource. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But those happen snack, lunch, office hours after school. So there's always a school here. And I think again, for the student getting to hear something, maybe a personal anecdote, maybe something you couldn't find on the website or maybe yeah. just more detail about a special program. 
I think is a really great way to do some college research and get to know the school. Or even the fact that they're coming to these presentations knowing it's an admissions counselor that's set for our school versus going to their right. campus and getting like a general info session. I think that's right. also something Absolutely. to highlight. Yeah. Yeah, I would think that would be really, really important. Yeah. Another thing that I really want to highlight here because I met a mom last year whose daughter goes to University of Utah. Mm-hmm. And is there a program, it's, there's, it's an acronym for something, and she was like, mm-hmm. it is the best deal in the world and nobody knows about it. Yeah. Can you please speak to that? Because I think that this would be, could be really helpful to some of the parents listening. So it's the WUE program, yeah. and WUE is W-U-E. It's the Western Undergraduate Exchange Program. And essentially, it's a group of, of schools that work with the California resident students who've been admitted, more so like a scholarship, you would say, yeah. for students who reside in California but are attending out-of-state schools. And it's a select few, University of Utah being one of them. And the scholarship tends to work out to something where a California resident won't be paying more than 150% of in-state tuition. Okay. Yeah. So it's comparable to what you'd pay here at a UC. It Generally, brings the or cost lower. down. Some, yeah. for some or of them, which lower. Yeah, and Utah, I think, to. is actually lower mm-hmm. than attending mm-hmm. in California. So, yeah, they, it's a great option. And I think we are constantly saying wooey. And <laughs> what is a wooey? Okay. But if you look at our map of where students are attending, I think that's a big reason yeah. why you see so many students go to Arizona, Utah, yeah. Boise State, State Washington, Washington State, yeah. Oregon State. Great. Those are all participating schools. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this mom was, she loved it. Her daughter so happy at the University of Utah. And she was like, I just want everyone to know about this because, because yeah. it's so great. It's yeah. a great option. Okay, great, great. Thank you. How about careers? What if you are, I think especially in this world of AI and who knows the jobs of the future, what percent of graduates go to college? It's about fluctuates anywhere from like 72 to 75. Okay. Are going to, yeah, four-year okay. four oh, college. four-year colleges. Yeah. So then about mm-hmm. 20, 25 are going to two-year college. So, yeah. Okay, but most kids are going on to some more education. Yes. Yeah, I want to yeah. say there's like anywhere from 5 to 8% that are either going to the military or joining the workforce yeah. or taking a gap year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, do you have programs for kids who maybe are more tradespeople or something like that just because yeah. i know you have a big you have a huge yeah. community to mm-hmm. serve here mm-hmm. we you actually know? work with socal rock so students can come in and make an appointment here those do offer the trade programs so students can do anywhere from cosmetology to welding to emt a pharmacy tech Great. so you can take those classes for free as a high school student they're in torrance actually they can work with their school counselor to build those into their school day get credits for those but it's really a good option we'll see some students do like the emt program and then go over to el camino and finish out their fire technology program so mm-hmm. there's a variety of options that i think students don't know about the socal rock representative does go into the classrooms and do presentations um, she's here this year every wednesday every wednesday mm-hmm. i'm sorry socal rock is the so it's a regional occupation center Okay. And then we also typically try to do a field trip every year, too, to get students over to see their facilities, because that's really awesome. The automotive tech program, they're seeing, like, students 
build these like Tesla-like cars and all of the above. Because yeah. not every no, not everyone okay. is a student, and that's okay. Sure. Great, yeah. path so for many kids. different paths, and it's exciting to see. I feel like sometimes we try to push people into molds that aren't for them. So it's mm -hmm. really great that you do have such a strong program here yeah. mm -hmm. to serve those kids who want to get to work. Right, yeah, and right. can be really lucrative right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. no college mm -hmm. debt. Yeah, you know, they just right. Yeah, making 80000 working for BMW. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> route. <laughs> I should rethink my son's yeah. path. Yeah. <laughs> they have really good like graphic design and fashion design. We did a tour mm -hmm. a couple years ago, and we were blown away just being able to see the facilities and the things that students and mm -hmm. are accomplishing. You know? That's really right cool. Yeah. That's really neat. What can you think of that you would like parents to know about what you're doing or even if it's read our newsletter because we have a lot of good stuff in there we do um, i know you do yeah do you have anything that jumps out at you of as parents how we can best help our kids through this really hard time I've, i'm finding junior year very hard yeah. and they're not <laughs> yeah. taking calculus or anything yeah. i think one thing that i would love to highlight is start here with us I would say that this is like such a great resource for the community and so if you could get your first touch to even get gather information and sit with your student and say what is it that we want to do and how can Miracosta's College and Career Center help us get there I think that's a really great start but I think it's like no secret that there are advisors and coaches out in the community that are helping some of our students make this process a little bit more like more challenging than it needs to be and we want to be sure that they're getting the right information and that that everyone knows that we are the experts for the Miracosta students. Can um, you speak to that a little bit? Can you? That was totally a segue and I hope that's yeah. okay. No, I, I, I think it's a okay. really important one because I think you're right. It is, and as we started with, you guys are three people, so you can't yeah. give each yeah. student the time. So some people do hire college counselors which is fine, you don't have to read every application. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean when you say that the counselors, with the best intentions, they yeah. just have different experiences because they're not part of COSTA and they don't see as much as you do? Exactly. Can you give maybe an example there or speak to it a little bit more? I think what you're alluding to is we see a lot of misinformation because counselors are not, they're, I'm sorry, I should call them advisors and coaches, <laughs> are not they're not affiliated with COSTA. So sometimes they recommend things that we don't allow. So you need to be taking more AP classes, but we have a cap at four, mm -hmm. things like right. that. They'll come in saying, freaking out, having anxiety that the isn't kids will have anxiety. the kids right. and yeah. parents. You know what it's like to be a parent in this community. <laughs> it's here, you yes. hear people talking, and then if somebody's recommending, you need to do more, you need to do more. Yeah. Um, we see it's it a, a lot, and then it's adding this unusual, yeah, unnecessary stress to students and, and families, honestly. So if they start here, be like, I've heard this, can you like break this down for me? Right. We're always happy to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just break down the myth or whatever they come to us with, because we see it day in and day out. Okay, right? oh, um, okay. Yeah. Because you three know exactly who's going where and their paths to have gotten them there. Yeah. Maybe not student sure. by student. You have so yeah. many kids. Yeah. But generally, yeah. Generally, like you can say, okay, this kid got into NYU and she right. had, here were her test scores, or maybe yeah. she didn't submit her test yeah. scores, or if a lot more kids are getting in without submitting test scores yeah. and things like that's a whole. Or even just like class advisement. Uh, the students who are taking courses in there 
really no i was told i need to take five ap classes and we're sitting here and we're looking at the student and their resume and thinking like that's not feasible for you to be a happy student here at costa because you may be able to do it but how much anxiety and overwhelming is that gonna that's gonna make you a very overwhelmed person right Um, and so we want to be able to redirect them to say okay maybe it's not the five ap classes it's the four but now you're able to have more time to dedicate to something that you actually really are interested in and that's something else that i've heard you can tell me if this is right or wrong colleges especially the first tier or two of colleges Mm -hmm. they can fill their classes all day long, every day with straight A kids. Mm-hmm. So if that, giving up that, well, you can't take five APs anyway, right. but if giving up that one AP gives you time right. to explore who you are, that's ultimately probably more valuable, right? Yeah, yeah. and I also like argue that students may even be able to have the better experiences through giving time to some of the organizations that they're really passionate about, which then translate to a really well-written essay about this impact that they've had over the last couple of years. Just things to think about. Yeah, no, right. really, yeah. Really things to think about yeah. because the path is not like if you do this, this, and this. Right. There's, you, you know, then your next step is well, stay with NYU. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into it, and you're here to give them yeah. ideas. Yeah. yeah. And I think also because we do offer so many college visits and we get the reps, we also if they've heard something wrong, we can always be like, let's follow up with somebody like that mm-hmm. we know because right. we. We have that information because they've the reps have visited generally from the yeah. schools that oh students are looking at so we can email them or call them and figure out let's figure this out with you which yeah. we do all the time so that's awesome yeah. <laughs> you know that you have a direct and when yeah. you say the it's the admissions officers who come here it's, is it actually the person who sits there and goes through their essays and stuff like that? generally yes generally. yeah Sometimes they're filling in for somebody because they right. can't come right. or things but like that. But generally, I'd say a, a vast majority of the time, yes. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. those admissions officers, that's what they're doing. They're out spreading the word in the beginning of the year yep. and then starting, what, November 1st? Yep. They're, they're reading us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And it's okay. just so nice to see them year. Now yeah. we've all been here for an established amount of time to see them year to year. Mm-hmm. They know us as well, too. Okay. Yeah. My mom was a high school teacher, and she always said that the success of the school of getting kids into schools was there was an element of based on the success of the kids who went there so we'll go back to NYU so I want to go to NYU the Costa kids who went there how they performed that kind of gives the admissions officer a clue into what upcoming Costa kids is is that true or is that just my mom's like the trends of how... Yeah, Costa kids do great here. Yes, know? they do look at that stuff mm-hmm. for sure. I worked in admissions at USC before I came here too. Yes, oh, they're wow. all... <laughs> really good. So there is that definitely that, those data points when you're in admissions. And at the UCs actually, I think, we had a counselor that worked in red applications for UCLA a few years ago. They do have access to that data, yes. That mm-hmm. see okay. how a student performs and then... Even some of the reports that some yeah, of like, like University Oregon. of Oregon who sent yeah. us like these really detailed reports of like how many students applied, how many got in, and then last year's retention rate. Mm-hmm. Just for Costa Just students. for Costa. So, yeah. Re- so freshman retention yeah. rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. So they'll say, okay, Costa kids stay, they yeah, perform yeah. well, they're 
active, right. positive forces on campus, so then right. it looks better for Costa yeah, kids. Exactly. But just how it's good for them to know that in the admissions process. It's also good for us to know that and say, like, generally, Costa students really love this as they're, as they're coming in to help to get help with creating college lists. 90% really of students helpful. are staying there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really helpful. Yeah, it is encouraging if you look at Naviance, because I've worked oh, in school. Oh, can you speak setting. to Naviance? Because yeah. Senior just said that to me, oh, and it sure. was stressing her out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, helpful. wait, this sounds really interesting, but what is it? So can you speak to what Naviance oh, sure. is, please? So it's, it's both a college research tool as well as an application supplement. So we introduce it to students throughout their four years. So they can log in, start researching schools. We do a big piece of the you know, sophomore curriculum looking at their career interests. But yeah, junior and senior year, they're starting to build their college list and they can pull up, say, the university they're interested in and they can see like how many students have attended in the past, who was accepted. We can pull up how they even applied if they did ED, for example, or regular decision, we can pull up a lot of stats on that. So students can see what's my target GPA, and if I am submitting a test score, what's my target uh, test score for the average admitted student coming from COSTA. So, so it's, it's just tons of data. Tons of data. That helps you yeah. determine if you're in the range. Exactly. And I think to your question earlier about what else would we love parents just to familiarize themselves with and students. I think I see that a lot. It's just doing the research, looking at what's really an academic match for me. I think I heard this data point that over the majority of universities in the States have over a 50% admit rate. But the ones that we are hyper-focused on are those like that 20% that has less than a 30, less than a 20, less than a 10% admit rate. So looking outside the box to build your list, yes, you have your reaches that are those 30% and below those are going to be reaches, but what's a target? And there's so many great schools out there that are target. What's a financial target too? Mm -hmm. Looking at those numbers. Because sometimes I even, I need to look like, I have my number from three years ago and whoa, right. you it's know crazy. how much USC costs yeah. today. I know. So it's good to know. Just, and you can pull that data up. It's not guesswork. You can, you can have a, a fairly good idea. And I think that's really helpful in equipping both the student and the parent because it becomes like this new family dynamic. Right. Right? Yeah. How do we talk about money and who's paying for what? And right. I think on the front end, that's really helpful for the student before they go through all the work of doing the applications, getting admitted and whatnot. And then there's those surprises. So that can be really helpful. Okay, great. I'm sorry, it's called nav Navigant? So Naviance. Naviance, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Naviance, yeah. Naviance, okay. So that provides a lot of that information, which okay. is great. And kids, ha the students have access to it? Students have access, yeah. And yeah. Action PTSA funds that. Yeah. So oh, thank great. you. Yeah. I'm actually here with MBE, <laughs> yeah. but I am a proud PTA supporter. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And what a great... I'm glad that you brought that up because I think by the time your kid is in high school, you're so sick of writing checks to MBEF sure. and PTA for years that, and you're writing boosters checks and the right. contributions go down. So it is helpful to point out. Yeah, it's so helpful. Yeah, we couldn't yeah. do it without the PTA and MBEF. No. Naviance, what's extra helpful is that once it's application time for our seniors, 
it, we actually, it links with their application account. So that way all of those extra pieces of material, letters of rec, transcripts, school profile, mid-year report, all those pieces get connected and sent together. So it's not oh, lost they in come the mail. From the school? Right. right. It's so not like applications cyber safe. Yeah. Come, I did not know that. Yeah. So the student is responsible for their, their application itself, but they're requesting for these additional documents, like a transcript, like their school profile, like letters of recommendation. Mm-hmm. So the teacher, that's how you don't know that you're, what your teacher writes about you, right. because your teacher just submits it directly to you. Yeah. They In upload case, it through Naviance and submit it to the yeah. school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, and then it gets sent out or do the, yeah, it gets sent out mm-hmm. to wherever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the, each yeah. college downloads it and yeah. Well, I'm such an old lady. I'm <laughs> different <laughs> from the way I did it. Yeah, I know. It's very different. No more envelopes to every school. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. Wow. Are there also in Naviance, my yeah. finally yeah. pronouncing yeah. it correct? Yeah. Okay, good. In Naviance, does it say not just big picture statistics? Does it also have how many kids from Costa have applied and... That's exactly that that's how it's that's what it does. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's, it's not general stats. Yes, for it'll link you to you know if you want to see the general. Yeah. Right, that's um, what it really that's tracks. What's is oh, Costa okay. data? Okay, specifically. And now yeah. we have data from 2014, yeah. all the way back. Yeah, from 2014, oh, wow. so we can see we're almost at that 10-year mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm not that old. <laughs> well, no, that's really interesting. Thank you. Yeah. What would you say to parents who are concerned that my kid has all A's and works really hard and spends and maybe plays a sport, but isn't doing anything else, whether it's community service or um, having an impact in the community? Two questions there. First of all, how important is that? And second of all, if they're juniors, is it too late to start or are there still things that they can do? I think especially with the elimination or colleges going test optional with no longer requiring SAT or ACT, it's making everything else in an application have more emphasis. If your grades, of course, are important, it's probably the number one factor of every application, so they are certainly important, the grades and the classes you take. But that being said, yes, I think involvement outside of the classroom, obviously when you go to a college campus, they want you to make an impact on their college campus. An indication of that is what did you do in high school? So involvement is important, but that looks different for every student. And the way that they talk about in their applications looks different for every student. We would say it's definitely the quality of the activity, not the quantity. So not feeling like I have to run out on club day and join every single club and put my name on that just to fill those boxes. That's not what we're advising, but definitely some sort of involvement outside of the classroom I think is important for sure. Okay. And and not that like a sport weighs more than a job or a job weighs more than volunteer service or any Mm -hmm. one of those things. It's just what it is. It's like the quality of your involvement in that. And so we could have a student who's only involved in a sport, right? But if that student is involved in that sport and is developing leadership skills and then growing into this really great role on their team and having this great impact on their 15 teammates that, that... usually is a good sign, a good indication of their character and their integrity and like what they could bring to a smaller community or a bigger one on their college campus. Oh, great. Okay, good. So it's truly quality, which I think we know, but it's nice to hear it from you. It is quality, not quantity. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. And it's not too late. I'd say if they're not involved, then just encourage them to get out there and see, see what do you like and how does that 
doing something authentically, not just for the sake of, I have to do this to check a box on my college application. Right. Then generally you're more passionate about it. You want to give more time to that. And even trying things that maybe at that point you're like, actually, this wasn't for me. Totally. There's so much value in that right. too. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's even an interesting essay. Right. It wasn't yeah, for it me. It didn't work, yeah. but it led to, right. but I but knew that there was an, it could lead to something else. Mm -hmm. or Absolutely. Still yeah. a great experience. Yeah. I, just, I just read the greatest essay student was like, who knew this class that I was forced, forced to have to on my schedule <laughs> because his art elective that he had requested filled up and he got placed in theater tech, but no. And he's not, he's a swimmer, he's, but he has taken it and run with it. Oh, that's so And he's cool. involved, yeah, he's doing all the plays, he's like super passionate. It's, it was a great essay. I, mean, I, love I actually think I walked by when you were like, that was a really great essay. Yeah. And like, really? <laughs> okay, so what makes a great, so that's a great story. A great what story. What makes a great essay? It's a good cool. question. Do you want to go? I always think like when I like, visualize it for a student, I always think about talking to us about your experience and what that looks like, but maybe what that experience taught you and how you're putting that into practice. I always like to see the self-reflection, the growth that you're having, that impact that either this experience had on you or you had on the experience. That I think makes a great essay. It's a whole new way of writing too, that students aren't right. taught to write in English classes. It's, okay, now you have to write about yourself and this is new for them right. and so a lot of times they're not adding that self-reflection piece which is what the admissions officers want to know like how did what did you learn how did you grow exactly you know what you said and like a lot of times we're like okay you need to focus more on you because really at the end of the day your grandpa was great and i'm glad he taught you that but talk more about you and how you've grown and how you've changed and right putting you back in it more is what I'd say. We yeah. spend the most time saying. And something you're excited about, because yeah, I right. think that is mm -hmm. a big difference I see when, I guess as the reader, you read hundreds of these essays and there's something different when right. the student was like into Genuine. whatever it was right. rather than yeah. trying to right. just. I was going to say the authentic part too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it mm -hmm. comes through, you it know, does when you truly did something because you liked it and exactly. you loved it. When you speak about something you love, you get, you light up. Yeah. It's the same mm -hmm. way when you write about it. If you were truly just doing it to check that box on an application, you can even read mm -hmm. that. You can tell the difference between truly loving it and, mm -hmm. and demonstrating that in your writing yeah. versus not really. The other thing too, what makes a great essay I'll say is it's like the, third, fourth, fifth, sixth attempt, not the first. Like, yeah, right. a really big difference Divisions. with yes. that first draft. I'll often have students start with one idea, like they're, you know, drafting, say, even all the way through the summer, they come back in the fall and they're like, throw that out and start fresh with whatever that is. And often that's just part of the writing process. Yeah. So I think giving that time and that room for the student to do that, I think is really yeah. helpful. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. If there's any parents to younger students listening now, and they're thinking about what can I do to get my kid ready, it may be a good idea. Ask your kid to journal once a week with yeah. Yeah. like just the sure. self-reflection, yeah. yeah. because just to get in that mindset, because I think what you said was so right about English. They're writing, they're analyzing things, and mm -hmm. they're trying to prove points and whatever 
in English, but they don't talk about themselves mm-hmm. and what they're learning and what they're touched by. And is that yeah, yeah what they've no. learned? I think that's huge. Yeah, the self-reflection piece is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, generally yeah. would be actually really helpful. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> My son just had a big yeah. experience. This recently and he's like I said he's a junior I'm like write about it now because it's with you you're on top of the world get it out now and of course (laughs) (laughs) and I think again back to that student who wrote about going from like swim to theater tech you know I don't think he really realized he's writing about he's showing not telling but showing this quality of making lemons out of lemonade right like he didn't want that class a lot of a lot of us would have sat there with our arms crossed i'm not going to enjoy this i'm not going (laughs) to get involved but that quality that he's now just shown that's invaluable and that's invaluable to a college that's Mm going to be invaluable to an employer to him in his life yeah i think that's really what it's a good one yeah that's great thank you for this discussion on essays because it's it's interesting. I know it's hard because I've talked to some seniors and they feel like yeah. they're they're drowning. But if you look at it from a different perspective, what a wonderful way to stop and assess your life by writing these Definitely. essays about yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. I hate to go from essays to tests because <laughs> essays seem so nice. And, uh, with test optional, how optional is test optional in your experience and what you're seeing now? it's definitely optional. There's two ways. If you're a good test taker and you test take the test, it could definitely add value to your application. Totally. Now, if you're not a great test taker and you test poorly, then you wouldn't want to submit that. So it's truly test optional if they say test optional, but you get to choose. Is my score good for these schools? Then maybe I'm going to submit it there, but not here because it's not competitive for that score. Oh, okay. Um, So. And I think we saw like a mixture of students last year during admissions that Mm -hmm. were getting in that didn't submit yeah. scores and they got in and it was fine and, and some of their counterparts did submit scores right so well, we did see a mixture and I do feel like it is actually test optional but I think That's it's like a case by case basis right. like if you again if you're a strong test taker then it could help you right know, if not then you want to emphasize everything else in your application and let that speak for it rather than your test score and you are seeing kids Ruthie to your point getting in to good schools oh, without submitting absolutely. tests yeah yeah yes definitely okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Could it hurt? I heard a story, I don't know where, that it someone submitted their scores and they feel like it hurt them. Could it You're, hurt? You wouldn't want to send a score that wasn't competitive with a pool. But and you know exactly. Yeah. That's where you can help. You yeah, can say, absolutely. No, you have this score. The average is here. Exactly. So I would, and you know that. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. how to do yeah, that, yeah. how to advise these kids. Absolutely. Right. I've heard from admissions reps even since going test optional say, don't give us a reason not to admit yes. it. Right. Oh, yeah. I love Don't that. give us that reason. Just <laughs> yeah. don't submit it. <laughs> actually, a lot has said that this year. That's, yes. that's really, that's a great thing to just know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. don't give me a reason not to. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, good. And the future is still bright if your kid does not have their goal or their dream score. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. Okay, great. There are a couple of schools that require it. So definitely you right. know, look yeah. into those requirements. <laughs> but yes, if it's optional. It's a real option. Yeah, it's, it's a real option. option. Okay, great. Thank yeah. you. This has been I it's perfect. You're oh, you're gonna have kids coming in now. You said at ten thirty two when the bell yeah. rings, yeah. the kids are coming. Yeah. What do kids come in for? At this point, I think just applications because they're really on their mind right now because the deadline is the 30th. Okay. Um, but we do have juniors that want to set up some meetings early before mm-hmm. the spring. Just depends. You don't 15th. 
Oh, yeah. A lot of the questions you're asked, should I submit my score? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, no. So we'll just tell them to yeah. listen to the podcast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You guys get a break to read essays. Thank you so much for the great work that you thank do. You. It's thank really you. been, I've learned so much and it's just been a pleasure talking to you all. So thank, thank you so much. Thank and I think you. you gave any parents listening some great ideas and just some insight as to how their students and they can work with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yes. great. Thank, thank you. you. This is yeah, really fun so talking much. to you. <laughs>